0: That was Pretty Little Ditty by Red Hot Chili Peppers from the Mother's Milk album in 1989. 1989. There's about a 15-second a, a, a stint there at the 30-second mark that our, uh, us 90s kids would probably recognize way before we, we understood that it was Red Hot Chili Peppers, but Crazy Town, Butterfly, which came out 10 years later in 1999. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another Little Black Box of Life episode, and today we're going to talk about samples and deep cuts. Our whole life is made up of different samples and deep cuts from different experiences in our life, you know, and, and to begin to truly understand who we are, uh, what makes us up, we have to dive in and do an internal investment Um of ourselves to, to to begin to weed through some of the stuff, you know. We uh, we had a podcast the other day and we had a guest in here, and uh, he told a story about uh, you know a, a Thanksgiving dinner to where uh, a ham was being prepared and his wife cut off both ends of the ham before she put it into the oven and he said, "Hey, I've always wondered why you did that," and she said, "Well, my mother did it," and he was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So they went to the Thanksgiving dinner and the mom was there the grand, you know, what would have been the grandmother to the children. Um, and he asked. he said, Hey, you know, my wife, she does this. And she said that you did it. She said, uh, he said, what's the reason? Why did you do it? And she said, well, that's the way my mom did it. So we have these things in our life that are passed down to us. And we have these hits, you know, these, these awesome, these awesome hits that, you know, like 1999 crazy towns, butterfly, um, where the, the entire basis of that song was built 10 years prior on a deep cut from Mother's Milk from Red Hot Chili Peppers. And that whole song, that was the whole song that I played. It's just a little break in the album. So today I want to talk about, again, samples and deep cuts. And, you know, some of these songs are going to be widely known. You know, the next one that I'm going to play is going to be something that you know, um, but you're not going to know the person that did it. So in uh, 1968, Otis Redding released this song way before it topped the charts. For the band that we know that did it.
1: Baby, here I am, I'm a man on the scene. I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old love, and then I got the some in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. Boys, and things will come by the dozen. But that ain't nothing but drugstore loving. Pretty little thing, let me light your count, cause, mama, I'm sure hard to and now, yes, around. Action speech lighter than word, and I'm a man with a great experience. I know you got you another man, but I can love you better than him. Take my hand, don't be afraid, I wanna prove every word I say. I'm advertising, love, for free, so won't you raise your ad with me? Boys, will call my dime, my dozen. but that ain't nothing but ten cents, love. Pretty little thing, let me like your count. called Mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around. Baby, here I am, I'm a man on the scene. I can give you what you want, just come go home with me. i got some good old loving and I got better in store. When I get through throwing it on, you got to come back for more. Boys will come down by my loving, but that ain't nothing but drugstore love. a little thing, let me light the count called Mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I, yes, around. I am.
0: Hard to handle. Otis Redding, 1968. But I guarantee you, we associate that with the Black Crows "Shake Your Money Maker," which was 1990. And I'm not going to do the math. (laughs) I'm not going to do the math on that. But that was an Otis Redding tune long before it was a Black Crows tune. You know, and I went to a Black Crows concert. And, uh, by the way, they did phenomenal, uh, Chris Robinson and Rich Robinson. They still have a good rock and roll persona. Um, I know that they had quite a slump there for a little while, but, uh, I would honestly say that the black crows are back and that show was amazing. It was, it was almost like, uh, it was right there in their prime, but they're, they're, they're old guys still living it. So, you know, I, I, I choose these songs and, and going down this path because I was raised, um, I was raised Motown, man. I was raised soulful. I was raised R and B, um, you know, Percy Sledge, Temptations, temptation, Sam cook, all of those type artists. That's, that's what I was raised on. And so I was driving today and, uh, I got to thinking about some of these things and some of the, I've been doing a self-reflection of why I do the things that I do. Um, went through this big worth journey, um, in the last year. And so, um, I was taking a deep dive mentally today, and we had a like a jam packed family day, just doing all different kind of things. But I got to thinking, you know, Casey, why do you do these things? You know, what makes up you? what What is the what is the uh, the reasoning behind the decisions that you make? Because I try to make myself uh, not an emotionally driven person, but we have all of these traditions, man. We have all of these samples that have been passed down to us um, over the years of, of our lifetime, you know, since we were children, like I've got a sun drop on the desk right now, um, in the studio and it dawned on me, like, I don't have like a particular favorite drink, you know, I can grab a Dr. Pepper. I'll grab a, a Coke. It, it really is just like a mood, but my uncle, my uncle Bart, um, huge influence in my life. He, uh, on, on previous shows, I've mentioned about how important he was to me he was always the fixer, man. He was the mechanic. He could, he could fix things. And, you know, my dad and and my uncle Sammy Sambo, he, they were all soulful guys, but my uncle Bart is still the guy that walks around playing moto Motown with his phone in his pocket. And it's just playing out loud. And so, uh, you know, I picked up a sun drop and that's, that was a spark for me, you know, like, you know, I've got a lot of things in my life that I do because of, all the various influences, especially my uncles, man. They they played a big part in raising me. So, you know, I think we have to going back to the to the samples and deep cuts, you know, we have to go through our life and we have to begin to understand the origins. You know, like the the Black Crow's hard to handle was great, man. And at this concert everybody was singing it word for word. But I, I was wondering, you know, how many of these people actually know that this isn't a Black Crow's song. Like, this was written by Otis Redding in 1968. So, how many things do we have in our life to where we're just, you know, whether it's emotional baggage or it's mental baggage or, or, or just routine or traditions that we do daily? You know, I, I, I picked up Zeppelin the other day. We went to the gas station and I put peanuts, you know, peanuts and Coke in Alabama is a big thing. Well, I do it in Mountain Dew. I just like the way that it tastes better. And she's eight years old and she goes, What are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm eating, you know, peanuts in my in my Mountain Dew. It's you were raised in Alabama, man. You got to know this. And so, I, you know, it's just it's weird how these last few days have been going, and weeks been going because I've started to dive into, you know, why do you do these things? Like, there's no big life answer for why I put peanuts in Coke. You know, I don't I don't really understand how that started, but. You know, it is something that I carry on to this day at almost 40 years old that I do. And so a lot of this emotional stuff that I've had to work through and a lot of this worth issues that I've had to work through over the last over the last year, I honestly believe it stems from things from when I was a child that I've been carrying that I didn't realize. You know, we carry a lot of healthy things. I think we can all sit back and look at our life and go, man, I've got some really good, solid and sound influence in my life from various people. But I don't think we look at a lot of the, uh, I think we look at the negative side of it and go, well, my dad did this and my mom did this and my grandmother, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think we begin to dive into an understanding of maybe why they did that. And I'll pause for a second because that's what true reflection is. True reflection and and, and, and going through the deep cuts, quite literal deep cuts. These are, I'm talking about emotional cuts. You know, things that have hurt you, things that have harmed you, things that I feel like have just derailed my life. Well, I have an option, you know, I have an option to, to, uh, to, to take those things head on, or I have an option to just let them be a part of my life and define me. So this next song that I have is from Lenny Williams. Uh, It was in 1978 that this song came out later on in 2007, Scarface. Sampled this song, and his song, Girl You Know, which is a fantastic song, by the way. I'm a big hip-hop guy. I'm a big rap guy, man. Uh, you know, rap and bluegrass, that's that's my two things. But this song, I, I learned this song, um, let's see, I'm 39, so this would have been somewhere around 34, 33 or 34 years old. I was in a bar in Madison, uh, particularly just a shit day. Um, I had That was a big, huge... Um, the derailment in my life at that time. It was just chaotic. Everything was upside down, and I didn't know it, and the bartender played this song on the jukebox, and about halfway through it, he goes, sing it, Lenny! And when he got done, I asked him, I said, who was that, man? I'd never heard that song before. And it, so this is Because I Love You by Lenny Williams, 1978. <laughs>
2: That's true. you know sometimes you get alone You get lonely
3: You get lonely Oh 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 and I cry I cry oh 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 and the tears would fill up the wells, in the
2: wells, and my eyes are buried. And then it got so bad, it got so bad. Till one time I thought I'd roll myself up in a big old ball and die. And then I met you, darling, and you smiled at me. Oh, oh it was such a pretty smile, yes, it was.
3: And you reached out your hand. You help me, me. you help me, me. yeah. Oh, I'm glad, baby. I'm glad, baby. Oh, 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 baby. Oh, oh, I won't ever leave you, baby. I won't ever grieve you, baby.
0: Love you. Sing it, Lenny. That's what that bartender said that night. And it's you know, we have an option, okay? Like music, as as as, as you know, if you if you followed the show and if you listen to the first little black box, like music is a thing for me. It's a it's a release. It's always been there in my life. Um, my uncle Sambo, uh, Sammy, rest his soul now. It was such a huge thing for me, man. I mean, he taught me about Chuck Berry. He taught me about uh, the the Supremes, and he and he taught me he taught me about Ray Stevens. There were I had mixtapes, man. Uh, he was the first guy in our family that like had legitimate equipment, and he would make tapes for me. And you know, I carried that through my life. I remember being a teenager and, uh, sitting in the garage and I would call into the radio station. And as soon as my request would come on, I would record it on my dad's system. That way I could have my own mixtapes. And, you know, we have an option to, you know, like that particular song, that was a rough patch in my life, man. That was a dark, dark place. Um, so I have an option to, to, to live there uh, and dwell on it or move past it. And you know, and it took a while, it took me a while to, to get past that point in my life. It took me a while to get past that dark point. And so now when I when I listen to that song, because I pull it up every so often, um, again, because I was raised on Motown and I, and I enjoy it, I don't have to go back there. As, as a matter of fact, I look back now when I listen to songs like that and when I associate different songs with different parts of my life, I look back and I go, thank you, God, for getting me to this side of it. Because it's so amazing to be on the other side of the trauma. You know, and it's, I could have carried those deep cuts with me. I could have carried those samples of my life with me and allowed that to define who I was as a person. And I think there's a lot of us out there that it's easier to do that. You know, it's so easy to just go, this is who I am and this is what happened to me versus I'm going to take this and make it something that it was never intended to be. You know, we have to take our pain and we have to take these, these instances and circumstances and situations in our life and mold them into something that means something. Otherwise, it's just going to be what defines us. And we're the only ones that have the power to do that. We're the only ones that have the ability to, to set ourselves down and go, okay, this is what's going on. Why do I feel this way? Why am I so angry all the time? Why am I so depressed all of the time? Why is this? Why is that? We're the only ones that can do that because let's face it. We don't want anybody else telling us. You hear that silent pause again? That's truth. We don't want anybody else telling us. We don't want somebody pointing the finger at us and going, you need to change this. Or this is what's wrong with you. And so it's, it's, it's super hard to do, but at the same time, it's so easy just to sit down and have a personal conversation with ourselves and go, all right, let's, let's get to the origin of this. I'm a big root guy. Let's get to the root. What is the root of, of what I'm going through right now? What is the root? What is the cause of this? Where did this come from? And a lot of times that looks like uh, reaching out to people. You know, I went through a lot of things in my life. I had to reach out to my mom and my dad and my aunts and my uncles and go, look, what, what happened here? You know, why, why did it, why did this, why do I feel like this did, you know, why did I feel like that this situation went this way? And they'll, and they'll tell me the story. And then it begins to put puzzle pieces together in my own life. It begins to help me understand how I got to be the person that I am, both the good and the bad. You see, I don't know when to quit working. I don't know when to quit. Farron tells me that I'm too busy all the time. (laughs) I don't disagree, but that's all I know how to do. And a lot of the reason that I only know how to do that because that's what my grandfather did, you know. I remember LB Hughes, all he did was just work, dude. My dad will tell you uh, with LB, you're a quarter inch off your whole life. It doesn't matter if you, if it was fifty two inches was the measurement that he gave you, you're going to be a quarter inch shut, a quarter inch short, or you're going to be too long, and he'll tell you to take a saw blade off. So my dad was a quarter inch off his whole life, and I'm sure my uncle Bart was too, you know. But there was a lot of hard work that, uh, that came through, that came through that man. And and the truth is, is he never really beat that into me. I think I just kind of picked up on it and see, I've been in so many shitty situations in life that I just, I didn't know how to get out of. So I just had to work out of it. And a lot of that were self-induced tragedies and comedies. I'm not blaming anybody. I brought a lot of that on myself, you know, but we have to understand the root If I walked around all my life blaming those people around me, you know, blaming my my mom and dad for not loving me enough or not loving me correctly, which they did love me. We all grow and we all go through things. We don't realize it when we're kids, but we're watching our parents grow up, too. But if I held on to that, because I could have had I could have picked out instances in my life to where I go, you know, these people didn't love me. They didn't love me enough. And that's why I'm so fucked up. But I, I, you know, there was something in me that wouldn't allow that to happen. And so I created a lot of mistakes that I had to overcome and I had to dig my way out of, you know, but it's just part of life. It's part of life that we have to do that. And my oldest daughter, Davin, she's 15 now and she has a beautiful soul, but, uh, you know, she has an attitude problem. (laughs) I think all teenagers do. I think they go through a stage. I know I was that way at one time when I was younger. You just want to strangle the shit out of them. But the truth is, is David's been through a lot of chaos in her life. She's been through a lot of things. And at some point, she's going to have to to go through those root causes in herself. And you know what? She doesn't always need a speech from dad. And she's told me that. I got so mad one time. I didn't say anything. I got mad hurt because she's like, dad, I don't really have time for one of your speeches right now. And then I heard a message from T.D. Jakes. that just kind of drove that home. Like, I didn't hear it when I was young, and they're not going to hear it now. They're not going to hear that. The best thing that I can do for my children is love them through it. And the best thing that I can do for anybody, especially myself, listen to that again, especially myself, repeat that. The best thing that I can do for myself is love myself through something. And then I can do that for other people. That's all we can really do is love through things. So with David, it never, uh, she's a big hip-hop, uh, she's a big hip-hop girl. She picked up some of those, at least I got that right, whoop, whoop, you know, and she listens to old-school hip-hop, which I love, and she listens to Frank Sinatra, she listens to a lot of musicals, show tunes, which I don't understand, but that's her thing, that's okay, but if she's got hip-hop on, most of the time, it's Snoop, or it's Ice Cube, B.I.G., you know, the, uh, the whole No Limit catalog, things from the 90s, and so I was schooling her one day about Ice Cube. You know, Ice Cube. Uh, he had a great song, and it was uh, uh, it was a good day, you know. And, and and so when I play this song, it never fails. David will always start singing the Ice Cube version of it um, instead of actually what it is. So this is let me get my note here. Boom, boom, boom. 1977. The Isley Brothers is what it is, and it's footsteps in the dark. what my- time I play that in the car, David it never fails. She'll 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 start in, you know, just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. <laughs> I don't know, but the day seems kinda hot. You know, but I, I shared that with her because, you know, I think it's important to understand, to begin to understand roots any way that you can. And I hope that like subconsciously um it affects her because I try to teach her things I try to teach her lessons or I don't teach, you know, I try to offer her insight to life in doses that are uh, digestible. You know, and I mix that with a lot of prayer. Um, I know that God's protecting my children. I know that God is, is, is taking care of their their hearts and their minds. That is my solemn prayer um, every time that I pray. Um, so, but I, I think that, um, you know, at some point, David's going to go through something where she has to do what her dad did and what we all do and what your kids are going to have to do and what your grandkids are going to have to do. We have to dive in to begin to understand the root. And I like sharing, you know. I like sharing information. I like sharing knowledge. I like to get things out there. Um, I'm sure that there is a wide majority of people who that listen to this didn't know the things that we talked about today or the music that we listen to. And it's just a fun way to try to get the root out there. You know, whatever we have going on in our life, whatever, if we wake up and tomorrow is just a shitty day, we need to ask ourselves, why is today a shitty day? And I have to do this regularly. I don't want you to think like I'm perfect at this because I'm not. I have to do this all the time. I have to do this every damn day. Get up because as soon as your feet hit the floor, the world is out there. And I don't care what nobody tells you when they say, let yesterday be yesterday and let tomorrow be tomorrow and live in today, that is good, solid advice. You know, it's even biblical about worrying and anxieties. Tomorrow will worry for itself. But let's be honest, how easy is that? It's not easy. And it's never been easy. So when you hit the floor, yesterday's going to creep up, and tomorrow's going to be right there too, and it tries to rob us of today. So this is something that I have to remind myself of. All the flipping time. And it is exhausting. It is tiring to get that, to, 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 to live in that state. And I don't think we spend enough time talking about the realities of life. And we don't talk enough about the root causes of the actions that we take in our life and the decisions that we make that lead to the mistakes. We don't talk about that. You know, I'm a, a recovered alcoholic. I don't say I'm in recovery anymore in between me and you and the fence post i've had a couple of drinks over the last 6 months something like that four actually to be exact four um because there was a there was i didn't want something to control me you know i didn't want something to do and so i still live a life of sobriety and it is wonderful but now when i have those thoughts of man i'd really like to go to the bar i'd really like to sit down and just today's just too much man today is just too much this week's too much fuck it all you know i have to go into that self that self-understanding of, Casey, what is the root cause? What is the root reason of why you're feeling this way? Well, work was stressful and blah, 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 blah. Well, why was work stressful? Well, it was this and this and this. Blah blah, 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 And this is me talking to myself. Well, was it disorganization? Yeah, shut the fuck up, maybe. Well, was it time management? Probably, I don't know. You know, and I have to dive through those things. And when we begin to dive in and to begin to understand the root of the discomfort in our life, then that's when freedom begins to break loose. I'm not saying I don't still have those days, obviously, because I just said I have to do it all the time. And I'm sure that you do too. And that's why we're talking about this today. Samples and deep cuts. What samples are we playing? What deep cuts are we not diving into to figure out the root cause for the things that that are driving our emotions or driving our mental states? What are we doing about that? Are we just laying in it? Or are we trying to understand it? So the last cut that I got for you, I'm not going to tell you what it was from that you'll know it from. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to let you figure that out. So listen through it. And if it clicks, it clicks. I'm genuinely, gen- generally, genuinely interested. And if you pick up where this sample is from. So if you pick up on it, shoot us an email or shoot us a comment. You can go to do the damn show.com and shoot her semesters there. You can email me at casey at do the damn show.com. As you go out and you finish out your day, remember to be real, be you, and be salt. Love somebody, but before you do that, love yourself. This is Lebe Safray with I Got The <laughs>
1: And then I feel okay.